everyone, thanks so much for joining the Think Realty podcast today. We're so uh, glad that you chose to join us. Let me say a quick thank you to our sponsor. Uh, this, pod, this podcast is brought to you by Residential Assisted Living Academy. The Residential Assisted Living Academy introduces you to a lucrative opportunity that can yield $10,000 a month net cash flow. Uh, for those of you um, that, uh, that you know, take this on, as well as those that survive you. It's a great opportunity uh, for those uh, um, amazing opportunities to pass real estate on. Uh, you can find out more by going to www.ral101.com, ral101.com. I've got an awesome guest for you today. I'm really excited about uh, this guest. It's been a while. Uh, he has been on the show a few times in the past as well as we've done some fireside chats at AAPL and various other things. I think I've been on his show before, uh, but I always enjoy him. Uh, he's a good friend, and uh, I always believe a, a market and industry leader, and so I'm so glad to have Bill Tesser on the show. Bill, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Eddie. feel exactly the same about you. Yeah, very good. So you've had quite the, uh, the change in your life for the past year. Uh, you said it, it felt like Bud's training. So what, what, what was that all about? So you just baptism by fire? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, it, it's, uh, it's gotten out in the market a little bit now, but um, you, uh, what, what, what most folks don't know, uh, Eddie, is that um, uh, PWB approached me in uh, middle of 22 to spin Civic out from them. They, they got themselves in a little bit of a jam as it pertained to being overextended on treasuries at a very low sure. buy price. Uh, they had a run on deposits in their venture business and the balance sheet turned upside down. What was once a beautifully framed $43 billion balance sheet that had unlimited access to low cost of capital changed literally over a quarter. And so sure. I took two meetings. Uh, I raised the uh, necessary amount of money, which was a nine figure dollar amount to spin Civic out and entered into an LOI with the bank, approved and signed by the board of directors in December uh, with a definitive to, uh, to be signed in January, closed in March, very fast. Yeah. But my capital partners had, had been longstanding um, uh, friends and, and partners of mine for a long time. And so that part was sticky and, and easy. And what happened is uh, five days before our definitive in the middle of January, uh, the terms of our transaction changed hmm. and uh there was a lot of entanglements in the deal that made the deal worthwhile with asset management strip and servicing strip and warehouse lines and flow agreements really attractive package for us to raise that kind of capital that quick we raised that hmm. capital in two weeks wow nine figures like significant amount of money sure uh and so they started unwinding some of those things and really wanted to make it an all cash deal without those things. And effectively, you'd be paying that for people. So right. that didn't work. I tried for three days to reconstruct something that still made sense for us and the capital partners. That didn't happen. And two days after that, they termed myself and our general counsel um, without cause and hmm. deemed under restructure. Um, and then what you saw play out in, in social media uh, three days later, they started what was the wind down. They right. issued a RIF for 250 of our 500 employees. Um, they halted all new originations. We had 1,700 loans in the pipeline at the time. Wow. wow. Started unwinding leases and stuff. And so, yeah, you said it's like Bud's training. Yeah, it, it, it was because not only did I have a claim against mm -hmm. the bank that I had to pursue, but I had 500 employees that in my mind I was responsible for and I needed yeah. to protect. 
And I was keeping a close eye on if this was a wind down, what a new co would look like. And so, right. yeah, I mean, I think you said earlier, hey, man, you probably enjoyed some downtime in an island somewhere. And I'd say like, <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. Nothing like that. Well, the, the most amazing thing, though, is, is how fast you've spun up a new co. And if you don't mind, we'll, we'll get into the market here in just a second. But tell us about the new co. And you said you've had over 150, 170 employees come with you this new co. So it's not like you're you're starting out of your garage and you've got five employees, you know, doing something small. You're going big. So I would like to hear more about that. Yeah. So um, the last termination at Civic was the end of May. So when you think about this, our first day was 831. And you mentioned the 150 number. I think I just got some from HR. We were at like 168 or something. Wow. I think that's the number today. Wow. Every one of those folks, but one, uh, was previously with us in our past company. Hmm. And, and some of those relationships, as you know, go back 20 years. And so, you know, to me, it, it, you have lots of talks about loyalty. And you, and you talk about investing in people. And I've done it my whole life. Eddie, my entire life, I have put my very best energy and effort towards people. Mm -hmm. And it showed up in a huge way because basically what they did was they all waited mm -hmm. effectively June, July, and August right. uh, for something that hadn't been stood up, didn't have mm -hmm. an office space, didn't have a sign on the building, didn't have any of that stuff. And yeah, I mean, we worked our ass off. We had to move quickly. There was a lot of folks doing it. And and as you now know, uh, on 831, uh, we, we launched. And, and yeah, you know, some people call it a startup. It, to me, it really is a restart because mm -hmm. 37 of the originators did 92% of the 3 billion we did the year before. Wow. So you say, well, like, what does that look like? Well, what, what that looks like is really September, we started the fifth because there was that little holiday thing and we're, mm -hmm. we're trying to figure out how to plug in the phones and the computers and where do I sit? So the first full month of October, we've already, we're going to fund 45 million this month. We have a hundred and just under 150 million in the pipeline mm -hmm. and we have 165 million of additional apps that have been taken. Wow. So that's in like what, 45 days. So these, yeah. these are hunter killers. Like yeah. the originators are the best of the best. Yeah. And so it doesn't feel like a startup. It feels right. like a restart. Same folks, yeah. same people. Sure. Um, but we're, we're off and going. Like well, you sure. also, at those numbers, I mean, you, you'll hit a billion in a year. I mean, and it sounds like that's that's probably the low the low end of where you're headed. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's not really a startup in our space, right? Like that's that's already going for uh, for the throat on some of the big guys. You know, you guys, you guys are, are, uh, are holding your own. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that. Like when you when you wore the belt, mm -hmm. when you wore the heavyweight championship belt, which we felt we did, yeah, and that belt is stripped from you, you you, yeah. you know, you, you look at the lions up on the top of the hill and we're coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that with that much origination in the pipeline, that many originators, a team that can service it. Yeah, I mean, why not? You you have to at that point. I mean, you're you're not playing small, which, you know, again, I know you and I know how you've played and I know your employees and uh, I don't think you pl ever play small and I know your employees don't. I, you know, I, you've got a team that are ready to go uh, take the hill. And so congratulations. Yep. That's fantastic. So Thank talk to me that. about, you know, you, you're, you've stood up this company now, right? And you're off to the races, but it's not like you're doing it in a time that's easy, right? I mean, you've got interest rates that are rising. You've got uh, a real estate market 
that is tumultuous at best. You've got um, massive housing shortages all over the country when it comes to real estate investors, right? Like I, I'm struggling to find good deals as an investor. Um, how do you navigate you know, a restart and also playing in this current market that we're in? Um, one of the things I've always loved about you, Eddie, is that you've had a very um, opposite view and approach in the marketplace. And we've always seemed to be without hanging out on the weekends and spending a lot of personal time together, really in alignment. Right. But I'm going to tell you this right now. When you look at the malaise of the crap that is out mm -hmm. there, rates at 8% on the conventional, the lowest level of inventory since I think 2009 is what I just read. And, mm -hmm. and a housing shortage that you and I were screaming about 18 mm -hmm. months ago, that's only gotten worse. You right. got people working from home, educating from home, helping their elderly. You got a whole host of people that are landlocked into two and 3% rates that are not selling those loans or right. selling those homes. They can't, they can't right. afford to go anywhere else. And so you also got a shitload of dinged up real estate out there. Mm -hmm. And my personal opinion is as these folks are running out, you got legacy issues and a and, and you got some folks that have had some challenges with some loan sales. These folks are coming out. Like for me, I've never felt more confident coming into a market hmm. with that noise. You also got, Eddie, that no one talks about. You got a treasure trove of capital that's been sitting on the sideline watching yeah. all of this stuff you and I talk about yeah. that are now COVID raising rates, you know, 11 times over the period. Now they're leaning in and they want to align themselves with operators mm. that have gone through this. And I, right. so they, like, if you say like, where's the opportunity? I see it there. I also look at the conventional side, which has gotten gutted. Mm -hmm. They've gotten completely gutted and they're now trying to figure out what the next move is. And so they're being a lot more open to discussions on the BPL side and, and bringing that product in as opposed to rewriting Eddie Wilson's loan, you know, seven times over two years. And so- sure. I see wholesale opportunities. I see some product opportunities that I'm working on bringing into the marketplace in first quarter that I think there's a void of. Um, and I, and I, I think there's still a lot of dinged up real estate. And, and, and Eddie, like they talk about rates. Yeah, 8% screws up a lot of people in refinancing on the conventional yeah. side. And a lot of people can't qualify on the purchase side. But on the investor side, yeah. on a $500,000 loan, it's 10 grand of carrying costs per right. year. So they make 53 instead of 63 or 40 instead of 50, they're still going right. in. Right. So I haven't really seen that. Like that was the big, that was the big question mark about for me and the capital partners is will the customer, will, will our loyal customers come back? And right, right, we talked about the pipeline. Well, that told me, and the rates, rates out there, they suck. Like right. from what you and I see in five years, right. they're not exciting. Right. Nothing's exciting, but they're coming in. Mm -hmm. So I actually think. I think the Fed is toppy. I think we've seen the worst of it. I, I don't know how one more quarter. Okay, but not four more. No. So I think that's there. And I, I just, to me, it feels, it feels like this is the time to be in the market. Yeah. Not not when it was going like this. I I, I actually yeah. think that we might we might time this thing perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. It. it I. Couldn't agree more. I think you know, and you and I are always on the same page, and I feel like we're also always fighting the the big crowd that's in opposition to us, right? Like I think everything you just said, I completely agree with, and I think that 
if we stood up the industry leaders, I think that we'd have a hundred of us telling the, us the exact opposite, right? Like yeah. you'd hear, oh no, horrible days ahead. Like it's gonna get 10 times worse before it gets better. And the reality of it is, is like, we still have a fundamental supply problem, right? And, and like you said, now you have the dinged up real estate you're talking about. And, and it's even more appealing today because there's not new housing construction pacing with demand. And so there's no new houses to buy. And so what, what are you gonna do? You're gonna have to rehab these properties. And so you get real estate investors that understand that fundamental, um, that fundamental economic shift that's happened in the marketplace. And the other thing is, is no, no one's talking about the mortality rates of, um, of the baby boomers. You know, like we've looked at COVID and everything that's going on, but the reality of it is, is baby boomers are still living longer than the last generation. And where we thought all this housing was going to shift into the hands of the millennials, you know, the past five to seven years, it hasn't happened. That means hasn't. it's all still to come. That, that real estate's all dinged up, right? And so, and the millennial doesn't want to live in his mom's or dad's house, right? But they are going to end up with it or that house is going to go back into the, into the general public. And it's going to be even more uh, attainable than a brand new house that's being built because there's so few of them being built. So I, I think you're absolutely right. And I love that you've timed this. It, it seems like it's, it's serendipitous, but it's probably intentional, right? And, and even you said that first quarter, you're coming out with, any pro with new products. Would you mind just sharing what you're looking at for products uh, for first quarter? Because I'm curious, because I think it's the innovation of lending that is going to help us bridge this space that we're in right now. Not, not yet. Not, okay. I'm not ready yet, but okay. we, we could, you and I could take this offline, but it is coming. Yeah. And, and so I, I think there's a void. I think there's a big void. I, I also think just what I can share is like these piggyback seconds. There's a lot of players mm -hmm. uh, on the sidelines that will, um, increase the leverage going yeah. into a transaction. Right. So if, if the world is lending at 75 or 80, right. whatever that right. is, they might go to 90 with PGs and some other sorts of thing. I think you'll see that. Yeah. Uh, but, but there's a couple other products that I think uh, yeah. our industry needs. And um, it, it's part of why I was wanting to come back. And, yeah. and so uh, and I, I, what it's... I will tell you is, I'm going to try to roll it out this quarter, but I think it's really a first quarter thing. Yeah. You, you did say something about dinged up real estate. The original uh, parent company of our last company was Wedgwood. You know Wedgwood. Mm -hmm. And Wedgwood at least claims to be the largest independently owned fix and flip company in the nation. They purchase, mm -hmm. fix up and flip four to 500 homes a month. And then you would say to me, well, not now though, right, Bill? Because there's not as much inventory. They did over 400 last month. That's crazy. They, they did, and, and you don't have like you know 17 people bidding on that same asset. So yeah, the cost of capital is a little bit more money, mm -hmm. and you might not have as many exits. Uh, people on the outside that are you know scammering to pay top dollar. But what I will tell you is that the formula for them is still working, and that's one example. And they're throughout the United States. They're not Cal sure. they're California based, but they don't they don't just buy in California. So yeah, I. God, I get excited when I, especially when I hear some of the competitors or the bigger mm -hmm. people talk about like yeah. shoulders down at the conferences or head down or like, I just don't see that, Eddie. Yeah. I don't see it at all. I think single family uh, will be just as hot as it's always been. I also believe that multifamily, you know, I'm still picking up as many doors as I can. I think this year we picked up close to another a uh, thousand doors in in multifamily because wow. it, because there's a massive gap there as well. A lot of stuff that's you know coming the bridge, the kind of the bridge bridge structure to get these things to performance. 
is lacking because of you know the conventional rate structure, the long-term institutional rate structure, and some finding like deals that are already performing that they just don't have enough liquidity to purchase some purchasing deals that would typically take me five to seven years to perform. And it's going to take me two to three years to get them to perform. I mean, it's like, it's still amazing out there for people that have their ear to the tracks. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity out there. How do people find out and kind of stay in contact with you so that when these new structures do come out, they can kind of see them, participate in them, understand them? Yeah, so like, I mean, you know, we're all over social media. We're not difficult to find. We're CB3 Financial um, or myself. They can reach out. I get an awful lot of DMs and I'm happy to share and introduce uh, one of our professionals to them. Sure. Um, Yeah, so no problem there. Very cool. Appreciate you asking about that. Thanks for everything that you do for the industry. Thank you for uh, it, what I what I'm personally grateful for is watching how you um, stayed with your people and how your people stayed with you. It's so lacking uh, in this industry, both in the real estate uh, you know investment industry, but also in private lending, um, where you know a, a people are just commodities. And I know that you care for your people, and I've watched now how much they care for you, and that loyalty between the two of you has showed up in a massive way. And I think it should be a huge testimony to your leadership and to everything that you've built and the amazing team that you have. And so huge gratitude uh, for being an industry leader and doing what's right and uh, caring for your people and understanding that people are the greatest asset we have. And uh, but I I appreciate it. I look forward to seeing it. The AAPL show coming up and uh, I know we'll get to hang out there a little bit. Um, but uh, again, to all the Think Realty listeners and viewers out there for the podcast, make sure you check out CB3. This is a solid company. It's not a new, it is a new company, but it's not a new startup. This is uh, a, a long standing uh, group of people that know this industry and will support you and partner with you uh, in getting some of this dinged up real estate back on the market and uh, finding the profit there. So appreciate your time today, Bill, and I look forward to catching You're up again soon. Appreciate you too. Thank yep, you. Absolutely. I want to say one more quick thank you to our sponsor, uh, which is Residential Assisted Living Academy. A Residential Assisted Living Academy uh, is a great way for you to help uh, seniors that need a place to live and also find a great performing asset. Uh, you can find them at RAL, uh, uh, Residential Assisted Living Academy.com. Uh, and also, uh, I would love for you to go check them out, see all that they have, and thank uh, them for, for supporting us uh, on the podcast. Uh, if you haven't uh, already uh, gone to our website and signed up for any of our conferences coming up, we have conferences coming up. And if you use the keyword podcast, uh, you can always get a buy one, get one free. That's the secret to getting uh, into our shows at half price. Uh, so as a thank you for watching and participating in the podcast, we always want to support you back. And again, make sure you're following us on social media. Uh, you're picking up the magazine at Barnes & Noble. Uh, you're getting it uh, delivered to your house. Uh, participate with us. Let us know your thoughts and let us know if we can ever serve you in, in any way on your real estate investing journey. <laughs>